What is Horner's syndrome? Horner's syndrome, named after the Swift's ophthalmologist Joan Frederick Horner, happens due to error occurring in the sympathetic nerve supply towards one side of the face. The result is meiosis, ptosis, and anhydrosis. Meiosis means constriction of pupil. Ptosis is drooping of upper eyelid. Anhydrosis is a condition in which one cannot sweat normally. Before going to further details, let's talk about autonomic nervous system. Autonomic nervous system controls our involuntary functions of the body like heart rate, blood pressure and digestion and it is subdivided into sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic nervous system increases heart rate and blood pressure and decreases digestion while the parasympathetic nervous system decreases heart rate and blood pressure and increases digestion. Since the sympathetic nervous system increases blood flow to the muscles and helps to fight or run away from threat, it is called fight or flight response. Whereas the parasympathetic nervous system is called rest and digest response. Regarding the eye and the face, there is a sympathetic pathway named the oculosympathetic pathway which has three neuron groups, first order, second order and third order neurons. The body of the first order neurons is situated in the hypothalamus whereas its axon outstretched down to the spinal cord and synapses with second order neurons. The body of the second order neurons is situated in the cervical region of the spinal cord whereas its axon gets off the spinal cord and sets their foot in the sympathetic chain which is a structure completely of sympathetic ganglions or nerve cell bodies. This particular chain runs along both sides of the spine and looks exactly like a string of pearls in which pearls are ganglions and strings are the nerve fibers. The first three ganglia observed within the sympathetic chain are referred to as superior, middle and inferior cervical ganglia. The axon goes through this inferior and middle cervical ganglion and ascends the superior cervical ganglion and synapses with the body of the third order neuron. Axons of the third order neuron stick out from the superior cervical ganglion, run along the common carotid artery up the neck till it splits into internal and external carotid arteries. A group of nerve fibers, namely internal carotid plexus, go after the internal carotid artery into the skull and then leave through the orbit to innovate pupillary dilator muscle that dilates pupil, Muller's muscle that raises the upper eyelid and sweat glands of the forehead. Another group of nerve fibers go behind the external carotid and its branches and innovate the remaining sweat glands of the face. Now, what are the causes of Horner syndrome? When damage occurs to first, second and third order neurons in the oculosympathetic pathway, Horner's syndrome arises. The cause of damage to the first order neuron are spinal cord lesions above level 1 that occur in conditions like stroke, tumors or syringomyelia. Syringomyelia is a disorder in which a fluid-filled cyst develops within the spinal cord, damaging the surrounding nerve fibers. 
The cause of damage to the second-order neuron is compression from a tumor called pancoast tumor, which is a tumor that is present in the apex of the lungs. The cause of damage to the third-order neuron is dissection of the internal carotid artery, which occurs due to damage to the internal carotid artery wall. What are the symptoms of Horner's syndrome? Symptoms include sympathetic fiber damage, meiosis, ptosis, and anhydrosis. Remember that these symptoms occur on ipsilateral or on the same side of the damaged nerve. Now let's look at the diagnosis of the Horner's syndrome. An eye drop test that makes use of cocaine or apraclonidin can be done to diagnose Horner's syndrome. Cocaine blocks the norepinephrine reuptake and norepinephrine is nothing but a neurotransmitter that is released by the sympathetic nervous system. What happens normally is if a drop of cocaine is placed in an eye, it results in the buildup of norepinephrine and causes pupil dilation. While if there is a block to sympathetic innovation, there won't be any release of norepinephrine and therefore a cocaine drop in the eye does not cause pupil dilation. Apraclonidin is otherwise a weaker form of norepinephrine. Since it's a weaker form, it is too weak to cause pupil dilation in normal cases. However, when there occurs a block to sympathetic innervation, the pupillary dilator muscle becomes so peckish for stimulation that even a praclonidin drop in an eye causes pupil dilation. So, a drop of cocaine in the eye normally causes pupil dilation due to norepinephrine buildup but does not bring about a change in Horner's syndrome. While a drop of apraclonidin, which normally does not cause any change, elicits pupil dilation in Horner's syndrome. Also, imaging studies like CT or MRI can aid in identifying Horner's syndrome's underlying cause. What is the treatment of Horner's syndrome? Treatment depends on the underlying cause of Horner's syndrome. For conditions such as syringomyelia, tumors or carotid artery dissection, surgical intervention might be advisable. Okay, as a quick summary, Horner's syndrome occurs when there is a disruption of the sympathetic nerve supply to an eye. Symptoms are meiosis, ptosis and anhydrosis. Horner's syndrome can be diagnosed by an eye drop test which contains cocaine or apraclonidin. CT or MRI imaging studies are also indicated to find out the cause. The treatment of Horner's syndrome depends on the underlying cause. Surgical intervention may be advisable for conditions like syringomyelia, tumors or carotid artery dissection.